0: hello what's up everyone welcome to another episode of our path and mind my name is tai isong and i will be taking the program along today Uh, michael anchor is in here but today we'll be looking at abuse in a relationship what is abuse i know everybody's familiar with abuse it's nothing new but when is enough enough are we, how long do we have to tolerate abuse in a relationship or in our marriages? You know, most people are fearful of um, the judgment that comes with them leaving or pointing out and abusing their relationship. Therefore, they keep on um, tolerating this and enhancing the abuser to keep doing what they do to them. So, always remember one thing. No one deserves to experience abuse in any capacity and every type of abuse is serious. If you are experiencing any form of abuse, I know it's hard to talk to your families and friends about it, but do not forget to reach reach out to us. We have have listening ears and we can point you in the direction to go. You can text us or chat us up via, via the group or through messenger. And we would uh, coordinate how we can get this going for you. So I'll be looking at different types of abuses. I have um, about five to six forms of abuse. So there are different types of abuses, but I will start with physical abuse. Physical abuse is, is an intentional behavior that causes injury and can lead to death or disability in the victim. So, are you in such an abuse, and you don't know which one it is? If your partner is constantly throwing things, you know, pushing, you know, using their hands, whatever form of um, physical, something that maybe they touch you, those are physical abuse. And you really want to watch out for that because it could end in death. And while we have our life, it's better to live such a toxic marriage than stay in such a marriage. That can take your life. Then the next one is emotional abuse. Emotional abuse most time is non verbal, you know, it's a non verbal behavior in which your partner um, insults you, treats you like trash, humiliates you everywhere. It doesn't matter whether it's with his friends, his family, outside, anywhere, he or she humiliates you in front of your kids using hurtful words. And also, remember words are uh, words are like weapon uh, words are like weapons so you want to watch out for that because when you do this when you, when you possess this kind of trait and you have children you think the kids can't see this abuse they actually do see it and being with the role models for them those kids are going to eventually grow up and look for partners like that and they think it's okay it's not okay Not okay to stay in such a marriage or a long term relationship because it's gonna actually impact your kids and yourself. Sexual abuse that is very common, also. It's a behavior where one person pressurizes the other person to do something sexually against their wish, you know, it happens everywhere. So, parents, you need to be aware, and you know, it's always on the news. So, we need to pay attention to this. So, and most people that go through sexual abuse always find it hard, trusting, having trust in issues. They don't even want to go past their traumas because they're so traumatized because of their past. And this does affect their future relationships. So it's something that you want to take serious and seek help, seek consultants, coaching, whatever form of avenue to heal from this traumatic experience so that you can be liberated and eventually enjoy the the beauty of being married or being in a long-term relationship also we have financial abuse financial abuse is when the other partner is uh, it's all about control and it's power freak the other person just wants to be in control of the money and uses the, um, the money as a yardstick to punish the victim that's the the this, the partner you know when it comes to the budgeting in the house this person just want to oversee everything and making sure the other person does not have anything to him or herself. Even if the other person, is, even if the victim is working, they make sure they psychologically manipulate this person to make sure nothing is left with that person to spend on. To, nothing left for the victim to spend on on him or herself. They make sure they drain everything from that person. You know, you're working and everything just keeps going back to them. I know, like mine. I I financial financial abuse also because then I was working and everything goes back to him. He monitors everything. He, he knows how much I make. He knows how, what day I get my check, my paychecks, and the next thing is oh we have to do this. We have to do that. We are, by the end of the day, I have nothing to myself. It makes sure it's, it did in such a way like you know I'm constantly being manipulated, you know, and everything just keeps going back to him. Like oh it doesn't have much then you keep giving everything they make sure they take every dime from you that you have nothing to spend on yourself even despite the fact that you are the one earning the money um you know they would they would not stop at anything to make sure you have nothing and if you're if you're staying home they make sure you never get even if they want to give you money for for the for the house they make sure they give you the exact thing that you won't have a penny to coin aside for yourself so if you're dealing with people like this you have to be very very careful they wouldn't go they would they would go as far as destroying your credit i have seen spouses that would take like three four credits credit cards on your spouses without their knowledge and this is very very common just because they want to be in control they want to make sure you don't have anything to yourself they will drain you till the very last because they want you to be solely dependent on them and the moment you're dependent on per, on another person they use they see that as the yardstick to like treat you like trash and you know make you miserable in that relationship so it's something that you want to really really you want to discuss before going into a marriage or a long-term relationship and also be vigilant when it comes to your finances everybody should have to separate finance their financial status should be separate should be separate and then if you guys decide to have a joint account then that is fine so that way you have your own financial uh you're financially stable on your own even if the other person makes more but whatever you do make sure you have your own to fall back on and nobody is in charge of your own finances you're in charge of your finances so you're not constantly drained from everything that belongs to you then i'm going to talk about digital abuse yeah, most people don't think there's anything called digital abuse. There is. Digital abuse is 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 the use of social media excessively. When your partner is constantly on this phone, texting, or trying to bully the other person or harass their victim on social media, you know, going to harass them on social media, bullying them on social media, trying to intimidate their partner, you know, that is digital abuse, and it's more rampant. It's more common now. Because with technology, everybody is on technology and some partners, they made fit to use that to intimidate their partner, which is not acceptable. Should you be on your phone 24-7 texting somebody, random people who you don't even know, your spouse doesn't even know that exists, only you know, and your victim is left in the dark wondering why is this person always on their phone? Why is this person, who is this person constantly talking to? Why is this person always giggling on his phone? You know that is a form of abuse because it does the other it does hurt your victim psychologically and mentally because right there and then. You know you feel like you had you having a good time with your with your with technology, but your partner is left there wondering what's going on. I being isolated, being devalued, which is unacceptable. And also we'll look at verbal abuse. We all know that is very common. And we as parents need to watch out for that to the way we talk to our kids. I'm, I'm guilty of that also, and I'm trying to work at it. You know, when we talk to our kids, the way we relate to our kids is very important. Yeah, you know, we need to see them as an individual, as an entity. I know we want to train them, but sometimes our kids find it hard because they want to be treated like an adult. Meanwhile, they are not adults, but they still want us to treat them like an adult. So we need to kind of find the balance. Now, when it comes to your spouse, your spouse should not verbally insult you or abuse you. It's not okay because verbal abuse is not different from all the other abuses. Abuse, I mean, I mentioned above. It's not different. So, none of this abuse is acceptable. Then, the last is mental abuse. Mental abuse is when um your actions or the word... You use, wears your partner away? And it wears your partner in such a way that they have to second guess their own um, sanity. They have to doubt their own sanity and want mental wellness. You know, where, where you already manipulated them to feel like they are the ones something is wrong with. They're not they are the ones something like something is wrong with your partner and now they're your the victim is feeling like something is wrong with them um mentally or physically. Meanwhile, there's really nothing wrong with them, but just because you're in a mental abusive um state, you're gonna feel The victim is going to feel like everything is wrong with them. You're the one's not doing things right. You're the one not being supportive enough. You're the one not giving enough. You're going to just feel like you're not just doing enough. But the truth is you're doing enough. There's not a matter of anything that you do that would ever be enough when you're with a mental abusive partner. Because all they believe in is to subdue you. They are filled with ego. And they feel like they're better off than you. And they have to subdue you. To make you feel less and less and less of yourself every time. And most abusive relationships just don't start with, you know, with black eye. Most of them start on a good note, you know. You know, it seems very loving and beautiful, romantic in the beginning. But slowly it turns into blaming and control. And things turns into full-blown verbal or physical abuse. And the thing with all these forms of abuse is... They leave the victims traumatized. Most abusive um, victims are traumatized, and it gradually during these abusive um, stages in their relationship, what they forget to realize is it ramps up. It ramps up, and it drains their self worth gradually. And it takes you know it takes away their support system. Because most times, most of these abusive partners do not want you to have, to relate with your family, to your with your friends. They do not want anybody around you. They just want you and them to themselves. So they have full control and they can treat you the way they like. Because there will be nobody to question them. To question them and there will be no re- repercussion for everything they've done to you. So they can just do whatever they want and they go scot-free. So, that's why they would they, they would do it in such a way like they would destroy, make sure you have no support system. And um, in the real sense, when you're in, a, in an abusive relationship, you are left miserable, you're drained even before you reach your awakening point. And your awakening point is when you realize like you cannot no longer take this. When you realize like, you know, I need to speak up for myself. I can't just do this anymore. And then you you you're then the old thing starts to becomes very toxic and at that point then you second guess yourself do i stay because of my kids do i leave now i don't have the resources then you start second guessing yourself where do i go who do i talk to you know how do i go about this you know, it can be truly me. Where do I go? Do I run out of the states? Do I stay in the same country? What do I do? Who do I talk to? Where do you run to in this difficult state, in this, in this, in this state that you are in? The, the most important thing is your realization that you are in a toxic or abusive marriage or relationship is key. It's number one. Then number two is seek help. Remember, seek help we would like to help you are you in any abusive relationship we would like to help you follow us at our pattern mind on facebook and instagram our pattern mind with t and K. if you're going through any of this form of abuse i know it's it's really hard to talk about it you know but we can help you heal from the traumatic experience of your past your past relationship and if you do not want the same thing to recall in your present relationship or your future relationship you have to take the step the bold step to take uh, a stand and work on it do not go into another relationship without fully understanding what the, what you have learned from that past relationship and how to fully heal so you do not your next you do not attract the same kind of person in your next relationship if you enjoy this um short um um podcast please share with your friends and family let's learn together let's grow together remember life is too short to be to be and to be in an abusive state life is too short to be in a toxic relationship remember life is meant to be enjoyed and not endured until next time remain safe and have a beautiful and merry christmas bye